movies? Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, who's that? Scott? Uh, yes. Do you like movies? I do. Wait. Oh, okay. Wait, this is Zebras in America, but there's a third person. This is Zebras in America, the, the film podcast that's barely about film. I'm Scott Thorough. I'm Marcus Pinn. And gathered today is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, the... Ridiculous. The, the ridiculous, <laughs> wonderful, svelte, tender, the barkitect, Mr. Warren. Hello, guys. You, you're, you're sort of the Prometheus to our podcast. We wouldn't have had a podcast if it weren't for you. That is kind of oh, true. Oh, wow. Okay. I was... I was the, your podcast was the first podcast appearance I ever made years ago. Wow. wow. Now he's on every podcast. Yeah. It's true. I do do a lot of podcasts. I I, I just, I I just have to apologize to you because I felt sometimes like I was beating up on you. You keep telling me no, but. always says that. Yeah. Well, you, I don't know why you, yeah. Well, you, you have a podcast called Inside the Phoenix. Right. Which is kind of, it's almost defunct now. I'm going to start something else, but. um, But, but that's silly because the nice thing about calling something a phoenix is that you can always restart it and be like, the phoenix has re-arisen. Come on. You're right. You're right. You're right. Come on. That's, I, I will, I will legitimately never talk to you again. If you start a different podcast that goes against your whole motif of a phoenix. Okay, so all right, so I'll, I'll, of a I'll what? Phoenix. A plural of phoenix is phoenix. You just said it weird. Well, because the plural of phoenix is phoenixes. No, but you said phoenix. Before. Yo, yo, dog. Pr- pronunciation is oppression. Okay. It's oppression. It's a yes. Uh, pronunciation often has to do often with the way how words are spoken. There. It's also segregation. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Anyways, um, so a lot of words are not how they're written. They're written in a certain way, and then it's pronounced a different way. And that's a way for people who speak the language to say people who have only read the language and have not been in places where they could use bigger words, people that may not be grandiloquent enough to have that sort of lexicon, people will be like, oh, you're saying it wrong. No, but like it's, a good point. it's a good point you make. I'm, I'm sure we'll get back to film, but... Well, I remember I hearing a story like, like Versace in Showgirls, the Paul Verhoeven film. Verhoeven, okay. Oh yeah, how she pronounces it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, he says Versace, Versace. But but Thomas Jefferson, yeah, learned French through reading, and when he actually got to France, they were like, oh, "We don't understand you." See, yeah. <laughs> so that's why that's why I say that pronunciation can be a form of oppression. Uh, the great uh, anarchist, or who he or social democrat um noam chomsky started as a linguist and it was through the studying of language that he was able to see how people were being subjugated and right system the systems through through language systems yeah so this is this is zebras in america podcast the anti-capitalism podcast yeah <laughs> burn it down and restart something where we trade shit with with bananas and work and art yeah um, it's great to have you on the show, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, Thank you for inviting me. Oh, yeah. of course. Well, actually, to be honest, I invited myself. So That's I heard, I heard, true, the, but... I heard the, I heard the, the Black Panther episode. I'm like, I, I got to find out if I can get on there. And oh, guys... anytime. O- open okay. invite. Yes. You're on the list of the open you invite know, folks. M- most people that are, have been on the show have requested to be on the show. And yeah. then we're like, okay. Good. I'm happy. I was. I've been waiting. I figured it was a matter of when, not if. 
Yeah, Thunderbird was even way more pushy. He was like, yo, when am I going to be on the show? That's that's literally <laughs> that's, how I got a text I mean, from him last year saying that. And yeah, he was like our second our second um, person to be on the show, I think. Our, mm-hmm. second, on a, mm-hmm. our second official guest. Okay, okay. And then sure. I, was, I was kind of annoyed because... Um, I thought he lived far away, and I like changed my plans so we could record. But it turned out he was just living in Queens at the time. <laughs> but whatever, it was cool. You know, that dude really likes hand sanitizer. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, What's up, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, I love you. I want to give you a really long hug the next time I see you. We know what rhymes with hug. Doug. What's up, Doug? <laughs> Warren, have you ever smoked PCP? No. Okay. Um, so, uh, so you were, what did you think of Black Panther? I think Black Panther was great. I was, I was, I was almost crying at how great it was. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, I heard you guys talk about it yeah, yeah. and you guys were sort of like, it was okay. That's no, not, no, that's, no. that's incorrect. No, no. I give a solid B. Now I'm even slash B plus, but that's still a good. I think that's an unfair um, no, it's definitely. I definitely think it was okay. No we, way. We said the movie was great, but it wasn't imper. It wasn't perfect. Yeah. No, it wasn't perfect, and, and even great films are not perfect. But the, yeah. the 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 different levels that it was working at, I, I think that, uh, uh, Kugler, the, the director, uh, yeah, Ryan Kugler. Kugler, I think he, if he continues this, he's on par to be. You know, to make movies in the same way that Paul Thomas Anderson makes it in his own way. He's a better filmmaker than Paul Thomas Anderson. You uh, think so? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Black Panther is better than like most of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies. That's better than There Will Be Blood. Every movie is better than There Will Be Blood. You see, but that to me, and that's fine. That's your opinion. <laughs> I just think that kind of comparison. It's like saying who's a better athlete, like Lawrence Taylor or Barry Sanders. No, no, it's like it's, different no, no. Positions Barry Sanders. I, listen, mm, I didn't. But he played a different position. But, but guys, wait, wait, I wait, can, wait. I, I don't believe that you. I can compare any two things. But wait, uh, a minute, wait, wait a minute. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he's either better or worse than Paul Paul Thomas Anderson. I'm, I'm saying, but I'm, I'm saying that he he. He has his own way of seeing the world, and he he's able to 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 bring that across. May I lovingly disagree with you? With uh, Ryan Cooler in in regards to Ryan. Cooler? No, with what with your state with what you're saying. Okay. I want to, but it comes from a place of sure, like me not trying to dig. I'm disagreeing with you. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That, um, that's how we're we gonna have a great discussion without disagreement. No, I want to agree about okay. everything, and we can smile and listen to REM. <laughs> Um, the yeah, thing is, I think everyone has a point of view. Every filmmaker has a point of view. So I think Ryan Coogler's point of view is he's able to really get a look at both the macro and the micro in, in, a, in a point of view that people, a lot of people haven't seen. And I just, one, There Will Be Blood is a piece of shit. It's a really bad movie. Really? The movie's oh. terrible. No. I hate that movie. No. I really dislike that movie. Rob Cotter's not going to be your friend anymore. If he decides to not be my friend based on my my likes and dislikes, then I don't want to be his friend anyway. It's that one specific movie, though. Yeah, but the but thing all right, is, so all right, like, let's step you, back. Let's step. I let's, just want to. I just want to okay. say it's not serious. You don't have to extrapolate that, on it. It's a that, joke. But that, he does love that movie. I, I'm just saying that, like, I'm not. We're not 19, so like, not liking someone because they don't like something that you like is is really lame. Well, that makes me 19, because that's how I feel about Armand White. 
But as you, you were saying. So you're still, you're mad at me for liking Armand White? No, I'm mad at Armand White for not liking things that I like for the reasons that he gives. Yeah, I mean, but that's also because I think you secretly love Armand White. <laughs> no, well, I've let, well, let's be clear. No, I don't. But um, it's just more so like when you know someone who's very talented and he's dicking around for a long time. It's like, come on, man. Like that. Like that's the relationship, which is very arrogant of me to say. Cause yeah. War, you know, don't don't agree so quick. I think. Um, no, I mean, we all know his mind, is, his movie mind, and his understanding he's, of he's film. A, and it's he's like he's got you know, a brilliant yeah, mind, and sometimes yeah. he wastes it on saying stuff yeah. that like Justice League is the greatest superhero movie ever made. Yeah. And you're just like, look, I get it. Yeah. Zack Snyder. I get this point. Yeah. Zack Snyder directed. A Morrissey video in the '90s that really changed his life, and he's just loved Zack Snyder. <laughs> I'm legit. This dude, I'm not. I'm not. Did lying. Zack Snyder do a Morrissey yeah. video? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Kessler, look it up. He'll oh. he'll agree with me. Wow. But, he'll right. know. Yeah, let's let Warren before but to, he, uh... but to get back to, you were talking about Ryan Coogler. Yes. It's very difficult. It's very difficult, as you well know, even in music, to have an idea. To come up with an idea and then follow it through successfully. Yes. So what? So what? Are, I'm sorry, I just got lost in my. No, no. So, the, so the, the point I'm trying to make is that he's since he's graduated, he probably graduated from college a few years ago. And he's made Fruitful Station. Yeah, he's, he's made 26. Creed. Twenty six. He made Creed, Fruitvale. and then and then Black Panther. Yeah. So he has very few. He hasn't very few made people. A strike. Yeah. Some of it is, you know, listen. The, the, in life, you have to be talented and you have to be lucky in order to be monumentally successful. Yeah, you have to right? have the opportunity, and you yeah. also have to have opportunity. Right. The opportunity, right? So opportunity, opportunity, you know, talents, opportunity, and luck. All right, of these yeah. three three things come together. Yeah. He's had them, but to have them for three different movies, very few people are able to do that. Regardless of what you might think about, you know, w- whether you like or dislike any of the films, you have to agree that there's a talented person behind them. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm telling you that I like him okay. his movies. Right. I told you I, I, liked, I, I know I know I that. liked all three of his movies, right? And I also said that I think he's better than Paul Thomas Anderson. So that should that show I, you that, that I think that I, that that I, that I think he's a fantastic filmmaker. I don't think P.T. Anderson is untalented. I just think he's lame. So you don't like any of his films? That's not no, of course not. I'm not I'm not an absolutist. Except you you like I, Boogie Nights? Of course, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Sydney, Sydney. We've talked about this on the show. It's like a brilliant film. Sure. I prefer to call it Heart Eight, because that was. The, I said Sydney. Right. Yeah, I'm immature. But 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 um, where do you think he fell short? Um, the because se- I have my list of things that he fell short on. I I, I mean uh, the second half of Magnolia, um, yeah. there will be blood. Um, I disagree. In, inherent vice. Inherent Ooh. vice is just horrible. I just Ooh. I couldn't I, c- I just couldn't get through that. I just don't I, think it's a good movie. Yeah. I think. The, it's a I movie. think I think the master is almost a masterpiece. You don't. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. I think I was gonna say well, I, my my thing, and this might even be worse than calling Inherent Vice horrible. I think Inherent Vice is just like forget. It's like it's. This is gonna sound harsher than it's like nothing. <laughs> and 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 that's even worse than because at least horrible you can talk for a few minutes about horrible. Nothing is like, who oh wasn't 
Oh, Reese Witherspoon was... Oh, wait, Owen Wilson was in that? Like, I saw, I saw it twice in the theater, because I saw it... I forgot about it, like, as soon as I saw right, it the like first Martin, time... Martin Short was in it. <clears throat> yes, and then I was like, wait a minute, no, 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 no. It's not even about the director, it was just like, I need to see that again, because I feel like... I, and then I saw it again, and I, you know... I think for me, it's ending a movie... At, at, around there, there will be blood. He just doesn't know how to end a movie. And I think the master proved that. I think Inherent Vice definitely proved that. I think the best thing he's done recently is that is that Indian Radiohead uh, documentary because it's such a breath of fresh air. It's like it's he'd never he's never made a movie like that before. So oh, what the hell is the name of that movie? But he everyone knows, knows what I'm talking he, about. No, I don't. What's in what? What's, what's it? What's Johnny it? Greenwood and one of the other guys from Radiohead. I forgot his name. They went to India to record with this famous like Indian band, and they did like a joint album together. Kutma, Kutma, Kumta, you something like that. You gotta send me the link to that. Yeah, one. absolutely. Was it yeah. good? It's really good. It's really, really, really good. No, was the music good? Yes, the music was really good too. I mean, the thing about Radiohead is that it's not like they're a bad band. Yeah, they're a good no, band. No. They've made some great records. To so, so I, I'd almost, I'd like, I'd almost say they're the radio, they're the Paul Thomas Anderson of music sometimes, because they're one of those people like, what? You don't like Radiohead? Oh, you're, oh, you, you just don't understand music. Like, yeah, I just, they, I don't. Very similar. I'm also the kind of person that when. When someone like really glares my potentiometer and they start talking about shit, I'm just like, I'm gonna tell you, I hate everything you like. So, so all right, so I'm getting, I'm understanding now, and I, and I appreciate what you're saying now. You're, I, say, but, you're saying that a lot, a, a, a few of his movies have been just totally indulgent. Correct. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. someone. There's a lot of directors I hate, but I'm not gonna say that they didn't make good movies. Right. Like, okay. I just, I for the reasons that he said. I just his inability to end movies and his reluctance to to go with with maybe normative tropes as cuz sometimes when you're a guy like Paul Thomas Anderson it would be actually pretty Paul Thomas Anderson to like end a movie how people might expect it to like if if there was I do believe that if there was a an actual redemption arc in the master it would have actually been a masterpiece not like just a well lit movie that was like a, a less liter a less literal fight club for the art house scene, mm. and hmm. Punch Drunk Love is 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 his best. Film. Oh, that's the, yeah. That's I like right. I like yeah. Punch Drunk Love is because fantastic. what happens is you know the master the master and even Inherit Vice there's a kind of experimental kind of thing. Right. But I think in Punch Drunk Love the experiments the experiments that he's doing a lot in, in conjunction with the actual story actually works. Yeah. And it was, it was condensed and to the point. Yes, and also, as someone like I'm not like super happy to talk about it, but as someone with like palpable anger issues, that's me, and like social anxiety, I've I've never quite related to a character as like Adam Sandler's character in that movie. Like just like, I've I've never punched a paper towel dispenser in a bathroom off before, but like. Right. The to be the, ra- so, the rage has been there. So full of emotion, right. you know that that character, and also like the child in um, where the wild things are, the Spike Jones movie. Uh, I've never been so uncomfortably drawn to characters. So it's it's not like I'm just like I hate P.T. Anderson because people like him. Right. There are directors that I that I happen to dislike that are popular that I can't find a single good thing about. But that's not why I'm here. I'm not here. I just think. I just think like you made you made you made a a comparison of Kugler to P.T. Anderson, and I just think like he was already there with Fruitvale Station. Hmm. He was there at Fruitvale Station, but here's here's I'm looking at it from the point of view of an architect, right? 
So Barkitect. Barkitect. So so the 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 point of view is that an architect without a body of work is not really someone that will be remembered. I disagree. So when I say body like like do you know this architect named Giuseppe Tarani? Yes. You do? No. <laughs> he made two interesting um he was an architect in Italy during the Mussolini period. He made two great buildings. Is then he, he died then he died very young. He's a rationalist. Oh. He died very young. No one remembers him not because he he wasn't talented but because he only made two two really good uh, buildings. He did some other things. He did some other experimental things. But those, and of the two, only one probably you see in architecture books. But but the, the, the point I'm trying to make is like, it's hard to sustain. Was that a purposeful pun point? Architecture. Yeah, there you go. Um, I have to go. <laughs> the, 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 um, you know, when you, a body of work proves that you've got the goods. I disagree with you, but bless your heart for actually not e- by by just naturally bringing us to one of the topics that we hope to discuss today, the film Belly, Hype Williams. Yeah, okay. All now, right. Hype Williams... Uh, you you want to get into it? Made a lot of... D- directed a lot of music videos. Right. But he only made one film. Right. A really long music video. A really long music video. You know, when you guys gave me the two films to watch today and I watched them I, I, I said to, I said to myself I go it, what have I done to these guys I mean I, I, I thought really? I was on good terms with you guys oh shoot but these films were just they robbed me of my life they robbed they Whoa. robbed time away from me so you didn't just dislike them you hated them hated I hated them holy shit well I'm sorry that wasn't <laughs> right. what we were hoping to do so so Freddy Got Fingered is one of my favorite movies. One I know it is. One of our favorite movies. One of our favorite movies. The reason why the show is called Seabees in America. And people who listen to the show are really excited to know that we're actually going to talk about that movie today. Um, so you want, you want to start with Belly or you want to go no, with No, we'll go Freddy? with Belly. We were all okay. with Belly. We're in the right. neighborhood right. that so Belly I, I, was shot I'll in. You, and... I'll give you my quick assessment of Belly. Okay. Belly to me is Nas and Hype Williams going, oh my God. Goodfellas is really great. Casino's really great. Scarface. Let's 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 do a film like that in our neighborhood. Yeah, I think you added you forgot to add one thing. What's that? Nazis and Hype Williams were really stoned. And then said, Goodfellas is really great. But, but that's not an excuse because you get stoned and then you go, all right, and then the, then the next day happens and then you continue your life. But you're like, I need to keep Nas going. Looks, Nas looks really stoned throughout the filming of that movie. <clears throat> yes, he does. Probably was. His head is tilted the entire movie. <laughs> and he speaks in a monotone the whole movie. Yeah. Let's a talented, a talented yeah. actor, he's not. No, he's definitely not. And it's, it's, part of the film is based off of lines from his first album. Just one scene. But Just the, one scene. The problem yeah. that I have most My leg of all, is falling asleep. The, 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 the problem I have most of all with that film I is <laughs> is that um, you okay? You, you yeah, yeah, don't worry. He's doing so, the Crispin Glover okay. on David Letterman. So the problem that I have with that film is that it has nothing to do with cinema, because all oh. the, 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 there's just everything is described. Every action is described. Either before the action happened or after the action happens, and 
why are you doing that when you have the medium to do it? And then, then what you see is just a series of movie posters that sort of litter the film. That have, that they're not even, not even connected. Here's the thing. You're right. I don't <laughs> I disagree with say. you. I love the movie not because I think that it's a particularly well-written film. Okay. In fact, it's not a very well-written film. There's there's tropes that make no sense. There's like these ninjas in Jamaica. There's this dude right? with a, there's there's this dude with a perm. Method Man is bulletproof. There's like well, not at the end. He's not. <laughs> no, no, he's he's Vaz, He's not Vaz proof. That's true. That's true. Oh man, yeah. Or T. Right, because you never actually see him huh. sh- get shot. No, no, he gets shot right at the strip club in the Southwest or something. No, no, Nebraska. 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 Right, right. Where because I had, aside from listening to like, uh, like Eight Ball and MGG, I had not seen that sort of like hip hop look. Of like dudes with long hair and like Tyron Turner, star minister society. Yeah, right. Um, okay. There's a scene where he just gets shot a bunch and he's fine. Right. And and if you listen to the commentary, which I have, you have. Yeah. There's commentary. Yeah, it's actually very good. He hype Williams was like, oh, I forgot to shoot the scene that showed that he had a bulletproof vest. The oh. film, the film. So, so why do you guys like this? Film? I was about That's to tell uh, I got mine, and then he'll. I work. like it because it's one of the best looking films I've ever seen. It gives it. Yes, it gives like the conformist to run for its money. Are you Are you serious? Well, I uh, yeah. I mean, but conformist it, has its problems, me, but yeah, of course, yeah, sure. It does. We, we talked about it last week, I think. If um, or maybe, if what I always tell people is, rent belly. Turn the volume down and put on some music. And you have a great time. Now, is that the way to make a movie? Does that mean you're a success? That's a different question. But I just think the way that it I mean, looks... it's a long music video. So if you, you, you're absolutely right. If you turn off and you see some, you know, and you see man, a woman, and my, and my a woman laying Hassan in her bed. Johnson is in it. What's that? Hassan Johnson is in it. That's right. He's, he's like he's like my actually the, I have some positive things to say but you, you well, I was gonna say every, I like Scott I can't disagree but I think on the flip what got me to go back so oh, oh and the intro is the intro to the movie is you, it's great is amazing yeah. and yes. you should you should watch that with the volume on yeah. okay. I think um, my Sorry. thing is yeah again it's it's one of those, it's a very conflicted I think per, on a personal the older I get imperfect movies I like more yeah same. And I think the thing is too is one over the, since it came out I was a senior in high school when it came out saw it in the theater and I was like this is dumb even when I was seventeen I was like this is terrible, and then I went to Hampton University a historically black college and at the time the VHS VHS came out in ninety nine and every other room in any dorm building that I went to like they were playing so I couldn't avoid it, and then you had and there were like some five percenters at you know at my school who were so kind they, of like dropping knowledge. So they knowledge took you hostage. Almost took to you some hostage. degree, the whole campus. But I think the older I got, you you understand like cinematography and blah, blah blah, and you start to appreciate things. But in recent years, what got me to really go back, it was like, wait a minute, was all the pra- all the the due praise that Moonlight got was like there were all these articles about like look at how black skin is filmed. Finally, shiny, glistening black skin, and it was like finally in 2016. And I remember being like. But all the scenes with like Terrell Hicks or like the scenes with DMX or like there's like beautiful black beautiful. skin. No, yeah. but but here's in the that thing. and here's the way the it's black shot. People are but here's the thing, and it's beautifully. Yeah. Here's the problem with that is mm-hmm. that 
why why are they sitting around in their bed with like suntan lotion on? Like I, I don't I it's sort of or whatever they That's, put on their skin. You, I'm like, w- why do you desire verisimilitude in the way that people lie down in bed? But but that's also something. But why do people who have you know why do wealthy people do some of the unnecessary things they do? Period. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Like, like own, a lot of in, own, in like own cars or or support capitalism yeah. or or or, or like why do rifles. people why do people with great vision wear sunglasses inside? It's unnecessary. There's lots of you know what I'm saying. No, but the 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 thing about it is that. And and what you guys were saying maybe is I, I is, did just say one point too. I have I I'll, I'll just real quick. I'll be quick with the other one is the ending. The whole idea of like the the FBI using DMX to kill this like powerful political figure and then he converts him like that that like that that, 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 the, that, the, the Malcolm X, the Malcolm scene. X um, yeah 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 thing. May may I and how he just real quick, how the sure. guy's supposed to say he's just so like Malleable? he doesn't he's like whoa. whoa. Just let, let me just talk to you for a second. He's yeah. just talk. He's like, if you're gonna shoot me, shoot me. I, I've accepted death a long time ago. But before you shoot me, maybe can I say something? To, it's a very like, whoa, wow, yeah. whoa. You know what I mean? Like it's really like. And but again, I'm I'm saying things like like in parts. There's very there are parts. It is impossible to laugh at certain scenes in that movie when you're not supposed to laugh. Well, you know, at, you know, yeah, but, you I mean, know. Also, like, um, one thing that I always love is watching watching the commentary so there's a brilliant scene where they come back from the heist um and the house is all black and white okay all the furniture oh, and DMX's everything house. dmx's house everything's black and white right and all the actors are black and they're all wearing black and white yes. and the only thing that's not black and white is the film gummo and marcus has has had a f- hilarious anecdote on the show a bunch that his friends didn't thought that high williams filmed it for the movie yeah that there wasn't an actual film and gummo. i had the tape in my dorm room and it got my my specific james hall at hempton university that tape got passed around some I, I had two vcrs in college i started making copies of it because that people shit, and that like, shit yeah. is legitimately weirder than faces of death yeah. And not for like a good reason. I don't think that movie's particularly good. Mm-hmm. But also like to hear Hype Williams say how Harmony Corinne is, is his favorite filmmaker and was a genius. He clearly had the skills and tools, but I do agree with you that there's like some cohesive tissue. And as I got older and I started seeing all the gangster movies, gangster movies have never been like my favorite thing. So I don't watch them. But when gangster they come movies, out right away. like if you start to compare, like you go back to Probably the the films that influence him, the Scorsese films. Well, that's what I'm saying. I hadn't seen a lot of them. No, no, like, but, the, I, but but the what, thing, what but I'm the saying, thing, what I'm saying mm-hmm. though is, is like once I started seeing Scarface, I'm like, oh, that scene straight from Scarface, and I started seeing like Casino, I'm like, oh, that scene straight from Casino, or the harder they fall, I'm like, uh, oh, it was right. weird, like right. or watching. King but of New but here's York. the thing. I'm glad you brought up the harder they fall. Like harder they fall, the production. Is not nearly as sort of smooth and 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 um, and 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 and. How do they come as a better movie than Belly? Yes, no question. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Mr. Thelwell. Yeah, one of my my my, my second dad. Uh, Growing up in it, one of my second dads. Yeah, I, I mean, his son is one of my best friends. That's a brilliant film. Period, and the making of the film could have been like, is is sort of like one of those almost Herzogian tragedies right the documentary could yeah. be made about that but but the thing is like the, like the, i think i think that if, if you know and i watched and i did think this because i was i sp- spoke to you guys about mute mm-hmm. done by duncan mm-hmm. jones yeah um 
It's on Netflix now. Duncan Jones, um, son of David Bowie. Yes. He did Moon. Yes. And World of Warcraft and that other movie that was pretty good. Uh, Source Code. Source, Source Code, Code was, right. came out of note like, whoa, this Source is good. Source Code was pretty good. Moon yes. was pretty good. World of Warcraft was not great. I wouldn't no. know. Yeah. I watched it. I, oh. I, I, I tried to watch it. I couldn't. I, you know, my rule of thumb is that if I like two of your movies, you make a third movie, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Right. I liked his first two movies. And you checked it out. Yeah. But, but. The thing I heard in interviews recently, what Duncan Jones was saying, is that he had the idea for Mute 16 years ago. Yeah. And he, he admitted that if he had made it 16 years ago, it would have been a terrible film. Terrence Malick, Tree of Life. Yeah. There's lots of examples of that, but yeah. But, but the point I'm trying to make is that I think that if Hype Williams had not made it a few years later, if he made it now, it would have... I think he... All the things that that are not cohesive, I think he would have figured he would have been mature to sort of bring it all together. But but the problem is, I don't know if I'd like it then because we have enough mature gangster films already. Yeah, it's like, now, we, now then, we have then it, it would have been like a total carbon copy. If it was like that, if it was Belly but more polished with more experience, it would literally it would just be Casino, Goodfellas, Scarface, like or like a hundred, like totally. And also, whereas this is just a point. little more. It's like he has this beautiful eye. It's a mix of like beauty and just rugged because that was his first fe- feature music videos and feature. Fi- I'm no filmmaker, but anyone knows that making a music video is a lot different than you know than feature film. Just like what Scott said, to like, openly admit, it's a, diff- oh, it's a difference that. between writing a a a piece of poem, yeah, a, a poem, poem yeah. versus writing a novel. Like just the fact that oh, I forgot uh, to shoot. Think, oh, just this, think, or even a I short think writing story. a poem versus writing an epic poem, right? Because it's still the same yeah. wheelhouse. To say like oh, I forgot to shoot a scene, that to me like my mind started wandering like so. Did you have a script supervisor? Did you know what that was? Like, just all all that stuff. Like, all of those things start to... How did you... Like, you forgot to shoot a scene. I I have some insider knowledge, but I don't feel comfortable... Oh, it's all good, man. I I, I prefer not to... Um, Also, unrelated, but related, uh, there's a new restoration of personal problems that's... That's going to be shown on March thirtieth. Mm-hmm. What's Metro personal Gra- problems? I don't uh, know that. William Gunn's one of William Gunn's movies that that was that didn't really get a lot of shine when it came out. He 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 made three films. Um, only that's someone uh, I don't know. Ganjin Hess. What, uh, what the sweet blood of Jesus was a remake. Yeah, oh, that's what. Uh, and he that's what, he uh, wrote yeah. the landlord. For Hal Ashby. Oh, um, okay. And okay. he made two movies that have been seen by like seven people. Um, and Personal okay. Problems has been seen by 14 people. The other one, like, shows up. It's like a unicorn. Okay. Yeah. So it's apparently, like, brilliant, and I'm really excited about it. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, how can you... Com- so, you know, certain films are broad strokes. Certain films are, like, hammer smashes. Belly is, like, certainly a hammer smash of a film that puts in everything he likes into a movie. And I think that's okay. And I think if he had had a chance to continue making films, like, he was supposed to make Speed Racer, but it, but he but instead the Wachowskis did. And I like that movie, but most people don't. And I'm aware of that, and I'm okay I with like that. that movie. <laughs> I just like it. I do. It's pop, it's pop art maximalism. You don't have to leave Marcus. I mean, we just... That's my house. I'm crying, but I want to. I don't... I mean, I don't... I don't understand. Whatever. I am also aware that I have just a love for the Wachowskis that's just borderline unreasonable. <laughs> Though, in defense, I don't like Matrix 2 or 3. I'm I not... I, I mean, the... The, the, the problem is... MTV's the grind. The problem is, and it comes back to what I was saying before as far as a body of work, is 
the problem with two or three is that they had all the money that they needed to make two and three. The first one, they were everything, they were putting everything into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the other two was sort of like they had everything that they needed. So they didn't they didn't have the sort of the creative juices that they had in the first one. Also, they didn't have Grant Morrison's comic books to really push them forward anymore once once uh, they pushed forth. Um, if you've read Grant Morrison's comic book, The Invisibles, um, like apparently the Wachowskis were running around using that film. The, the comic book is like a storyboard, but it's like super weird and it's it's very hard to translate sort of how like the fifth element is the closest we're going to get to uh Hodorowski's the inkle um huh and huh. i've never th- oh yes i did i did a compare but still i didn't i never actually thought I mean, how Mo- deep i'm pretty that, sure that, moebius that, worked on the inkle so yeah so uh, i mean wow. no he did work on the inkle he drew it i meant that he worked on the fifth yeah, element yeah i know what you meant to say and that know. um what's his face who did valerian and fifth element and leon yeah, Luke Besson. Luke Besson. He he always wanted to make that movie. And he's known to lift yeah. a thing or two. <laughs> and and Valerian, which is its own comic book, and sort of like a perfection of the fifth element, but not really very inkalish, was a lot of fun. That, was it as fun as Fifth Element? Um, it could have been. The the main actor was left me a little dry. Okay. okay. But but it was it was awesome. I've been hearing that a lot. I'm very disappointed because between it was like this year period between Chronicle and Place Beyond the Pines. I thought Place Dan Dehan was going to be like, not like it's not about it's not about a superstar or greatest movie. I just thought like, oh, he's got like there's something about him. But then just like the Spider-Man movie, and then what I'm hearing about Valerian. And Which Spider-Man the, movie? The last one where he was the Goblin. The Andrew Garfield Web. Okay. The Jamie Fox. Uh, oh. One. Yeah. Oh. Him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, Jamie Foxx was just, he wants to live his best life with Katie Holmes. Who, He's not going to oh, discuss. By the way, Katie Holmes was amazing in Logan Lucky. That was not a movie I expected to Everyone like was much. amazing in Logan that Lucky. That was such a good movie. I have yeah. to check that out. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's what, it's, it's like, it's what we should have got with Ocean's Eleven, with all of his Ocean's Eleven movies, like, in, in one movie. It's, it's a hillbilly o- Ocean's Eleven. But he ran out of steam on those movies, It's Ocean's right? Eleven yeah. with a heart. Okay. With, like, uh, where it, he, I don't want to say... And they're real characters. They're real characters yeah. where he does, yeah. he does, like, middle America in a, in not, in not, like, a not making fun of... Right. Yeah, I don't even want to use the word hillbilly, because, because then it makes it sound like condescending. Right. But, like, the characters are really good and as Marcus has pointed out in his blog um, what Daniel Craig is so happy to not be playing James Bond in this movie that he steals the show every scene he's in yeah. he doesn't mean to because everyone's very good in the movie yeah. I, I you know Marcus was saying it was good and I was like oh I'll watch it I'm tired I need to watch something <laughs> and I was like what this yeah. is great I watched that in a weird period of my life last year where I watched it and then I watched it again like your uh, like your Andre Rublev uh I watched it back to back. Although it's a lot different, yeah. Logan Lucky and Andre Rublev back to back. No, is a they're whole very much the same movie thing. Right. But watch Logan. I understand. Lucky. It's, it's fun. It, it, it's you fun. have to be in a certain mindset to watch movies like that back yeah. to back. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also I just like, I don't, I love Soderbergh because of his Solaris remake, but like Soderbergh's not a, a movie director that I really love. Hmm. I, the, the thing I about Soderbergh, I'm going to make that... a really dope. Uh, comparison, uh-huh. so let me. He's sort of like a Prince Paul in that, like, 
he's very talented and right. like very important, but sometimes he doesn't have a characteristic style, so it's sometimes hard to latch on to the 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 canon. You're using the same thing, right. but my my thing is right. for different reasons. You're it's, absolutely right. It's the whole idea of latching on because it's like I compare him to, to a less flattering Mad Lib, where it's like, oh, this project, oh, you just did another one a week. Li- Wait, slow down for a second, just relax, because it's hard to grab onto. There's too much to grab onto. I think both he's, of those. He's, are he's fair, like you know? he, he he dips into genre to sort of. I think he's to bored. help him to help him to sort of direct to to help him to to do these films, but you don't get... We're talking about Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson. Like All of his movies feel like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. All Wes Anderson movies feel like a Wes Anderson movie. Right. Um, Martin Scorsese, even when he made Hugo, which I think is a slept-on film, it's, it's, a, it's a Martin Scorsese movie. Uh, the reason I think why Ryan Coogler has been so successful is that all three of his movies, wildly different, mm-hmm. have his... His DNA in them. Yes, you don't feel that with Soderbergh. No. Oh, I think I think he's very talented. Yes, but I, but I never that's know, the issue. I never know that I'm watching a Soderbergh movie. I'm only gonna say that recently. Only be, and I say that because like Soderbergh '98 through through 2002 right. worked with the same writers, cinematographers, editors. So like the oh, and they, but the, they don't they don't feel. I'm telling no, you that they no, don't no, feel no, like the same movie. No, to me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying why I think opposite is because I. There's like, I'm trying to think from about, I don't know, but recently, not even recently, for like, I think the Ocean's Eleven thing is where it's just like, oh, he did that, oh, he did that. But I think from Out of Sight, like the Limey Solaris, they're literally edited the same. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're edited the same exact way. I like that movie. I don't think, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You just, I'm not, let's just pretend I'm not speaking at you. The Limey is his version of like, uh, uh, Point Blank. Yes, and I yes. like I like both yes. those. That's yeah. the point. Like I like his movies. Yeah. Like the, that weird movie where where um, Channing Tatum like gets murdered by his wife who pretends. Yes, yeah, side effects. Drugs. That's a whole, I, like, I side effects or the movie where Gwyneth Paltrow dies of of AIDS. That's contagion. Yeah, it's not just half the world dies of of that. She's a, she's she's patient zero. Right, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. You guys remember the title yeah. of the films? I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. And this is a, this much. is a guy who I think is dope. I think his I love his ed, I love his edits of movies. Right. I think um, his he's his, a scholar. He knows he's a he scholar who's pushed to make Killer of Sheep. Right. Like a, a movie and that people watch. And Symbiosecho Taxi Plaza. Just, and Chameleon Street. Just like Black Fee has a thing. It's like giving black filmmakers a voice. So right. I'm... I'm. There's nothing wrong with him. So I don't even <laughs> like saying... I don't even like dissing and saying that. I just like... Right. I can never... He's never going to be one of my favorites because of his connective tissue. No, you, you're absolutely right. I remember... I, I'm going to bring this up and we can move on to something else. Like, yeah, I remember... I go back to what I was saying. The, 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 um, no. the difference yeah. between... Say Bob Marley and Jimmy Cliff, like Jimmy Cliff, mm. like Bob Marley is, is sort of regardless of what he did, he was just he, that was him. Yeah, and Jimmy Cliff was still sort of experimenting and jumping around a little bit. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna actually go. I'm gonna say I'm gonna disagree with you and say more like Bob Marley and Burning Spear, because I think Jimmy Cliff's music, all of it sounds like Jimmy Cliff, though Burning Spear. Did some world music. He did some dub music. He, I mean, and he is like right. probably like Garvey's Ghost is arguably the best dub record ever made. Don't at me. 
Do not at me. Don't at me. I don't want to argue with nerds about music. <laughs> but what are you going to say, Marcus? I'm sorry. Just, uh, oh, I'm kind of forget. Oh, I think, I'm not saying it's anyone in this room right now, but I think the bigger spectrum, there's always been a residue. We were all very young when it came, but when reading enough and you know, like when Sex, Lives, and Videotape came out, that was just like, whoa, that just came out of nowhere. It was like this big deal. You right. know what I'm saying? And from that and that moment on, everybody early on in that career, in his career wanted him to make that movie. And what was his second movie? He made a sci-fi Kafka, Jeremy Irons movie, you know. Kafka, yes. And then he made Underneath, like this noirish like thriller. And then he made, you know what I'm saying? So I think people expected, and he was just like right out of the gate. Because at that time, too, you have to understand, too, in 89, his peers, just people before him and after, it was like, Jarmish, Hal Hartley, Spike Lee, they were all doing, and this is fine, this is not a criticism, they were mm-hmm. all like doing the same, like, this is a Hal Hartley movie, this but is I'm Spike gonna, Lee, gonna, and he broke out, and he was like, no, I, there's so much shit I want, so at least, while all the criticism, everything is said, I agree with, it's like, just, you're doing too much, this is, I can't, it's like, that's what he always set out to do, to He's some also, degree, all so those, since day all one. those directors you've mentioned, you, if you add up their films, it hasn't even equaled what Soderbergh's done. Right. Yeah. If Soderbergh was to hear a conversation, it would be like, all right, whatever. I wanted to do those films in the way that I wanted to yeah. do them. And yeah. this and, is what and, happened. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm looking forward. It's starting to happen, but I'm looking forward to the day where like people actually can see Solaris, the remake, for the brilliant film about love and love. We've, we've talked about this on, on Warren's podcast. He's, and on he's this practically podcast. disgusted with how I uh, felt about that movie. Which one? The, 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 the 2002. Uh, the 2002. You, I said you, it's. I said I remember. I listened to that episode. I went back fairly recently-ish, and I was just like, it's one of the most beautiful movies ever made. And you're like, oh come on, no way. Like you were really, you got really worked up. And <laughs> and my my rationale for Soderbergh Solaris is, have you ever loved? Because I love Tarkovsky Solaris, but have you ever loved the movie so much? And it's the kind of movie you want to share with people, but it's like they're not gonna wanna. That's why. That's what I think Soderbergh was with Solaris. He's like, right. no one's gonna sit there almost three hours. I mean, let me I, just strip I, I it down. I have that kind of film. L- yeah. l- let me do the like. Let me just focus on the love aspect. But yeah. the, the, the science uh, part, and maybe people will... Let me throw in right. George Clooney, oh, and then make it beautiful, and then like maybe I can share... It, it's 90 minutes. That, right. that, As opposed like to the, less the, the original Solaris. Have you all seen Annihilation? Not yet. Not yet. Gets good, no. good, good reviews. It's getting good reviews. I, yeah. I was going to watch it today, but I didn't. Okay, okay. I've been watching a little less see. movies right now, because I, I watched like 300 movies last year. Oh. And it was just a little too much. I need to recharge my batteries. I want to see Game Night more than I want to see Annihilation. I, want to see, I, want to I mean, see Game Night looks cool. I tried to we watch don't. The House, the Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler movie oh. last yeah. week. Uh, yeah. I couldn't finish it. I believe um, you. What's your movie? You said I have a movie. The Pillow Book. I think it's a great movie, but no one else in the world likes it except me. I've never uh, seen it. Well, I love all Peter Greenaway stuff, so. Pillow Book? That, Come on, don't love so, you know I love you Peter like Greenaway. All, you like all his movies? Pretty much. I don't dislike it. it there's different levels. Okay. All right. I um, wouldn't have had you write about it. For those listening, Warren wrote... The, the one thing, uh, guest piece that Warren wrote for Pinland Empire was on the pillow book. That's... I think there's more extreme Peter Greenaway movies that... Because at least there's a relatable... You have, like, Ewan McGregor. And you have, like... There's, no, like, no, a right. sexual there, there, element. Right, there's you a have, story. Like, 
tabooish, tabooish stuff. Like, there's something there, but still, oh, this not everyone awesome. would like. Right. Yeah, this looks yeah. awesome. I'm gonna yeah. watch it because I respect yeah. you and I think you have good taste. I would say Peter Greenaway as a person, as just his style is very off-putting to to. So I, so I right. get why just the Peter Greenaway movie in general is. Right. You know, to but. to pin to to go back to Belly just for a moment yes. before we move on to the the main dish of the evening. Yes. Uh, it would be funny if we actually ran out of time. That was our, I was kind of thinking that. I was thinking that. No, we have to do it. Because okay. I actually like wrote down some thoughts. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I just think, like, at this point, mob films and mob stories have just become so nuanced that you have, like, a, you have, like The Wire, or which I think is overrated, but The Wire is great. Bit. Um Profet, uh, Gamora. You, there's, like, nuanced mm. crime films not to mention even like a the film beat that like my heart skipped like um uh beat yeah. takashi's films remake yeah. of the classic uh, yeah. you know those those i think i don't know if it, those are probably after yeah. those are those are in the 2000s they're not no. in the 90s takashi Kata- from 89 from 89 he's been he made it in the midst to get okay. like violent cop was 89 yeah, we, that, we, that we, predates some i mean he's obviously influenced by scorsese right. but then at we the were, same time but yeah, but he we brings were, his we own were, voice. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were just on a podcast called um, Four Brains One Movie," where we actually talked about Violent Cop for a little bit. For a little bit, we, <laughs> that's why we were on the show. We didn't really talk about it, yeah. but yeah, he made that movie because the director who was supposed to make that movie went off to do something else, and they were like, "We don't know who's going to make the movie." And he's, he's like, like I'll, "I'll do it. I'll do it." And right. and that's why I think the voice, you know, for better or worse, like like. Like Clint Eastwood, his movies have a very different viewpoint because of him choosing him. He's not a classic director. It's not a good example because he he's made like eighty movies. Yeah, he's and like I think like four of them are good. Really? Give him a little more credit. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, on, on, you mean on, the films that he he actually directed, or the films that he made as an actor? Uh sure. I'm thinking directed because I'm thinking like Unforgiven. Un- Unforgiven. Was it good? Uh, what's the Kevin Costner film? Ninety six. Tin Cup. No, no, war something in a in a world something. Because I like Tin Cup. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was good. That's, that was a good movie. I, I feel bad because I can't think of it, but I wanted to go back. But with Takeshi Kitano, the big thing in his in his Yakuza movie specifically, right. specific more recent like the Outrage trilogy or Sunatine that was ninety four. Yeah. Yes. All of the characters in his movies are very much just like Jesus. Like I don't like that. They're also, very just like. They're very like dead, dead, deadpan. They go through the motions because yeah. they're just like whatever. Like which but I think is a that's, comment on that's on... his. You see, that's the thing that Belly didn't capture for me. You know, Nas and Hype Williams were trying to convey their world to the world, right? But they got wrapped up in being uh, 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 Second fiddle to to Scorsese films, they were so cool. enamored so by it. Cool. it. By enamored by it, they didn't sit down and go, "What do we have yeah. that Scorsese doesn't have?" And that's that's what what they did have was the actors, the actors, but the stories were for Scorsese. You mean? No, no. Belly had the actors of their stories, right? But they were using other people's narratives, right? Like I think I think T Boss, for instance. She's a good actor. When I saw her, I'm like, she's good. She's not given anything to do, but I think she's got, she's got presence. Yeah, not given anything. To but do. also, did you did you like to to? They're also like, did you see the sequel to Belly Road to Perdition? Oh, with game. No. 
The belly with game? You're talking about the what, Sam Mendes I'm talking film? about the film Road to Perdition. Sam oh, Mendes you said film. the belly sequel. I thought you meant belly too. I was, no, they made a sequel? Yes. They, they did make a sequel. Oh, with game. I didn't know. I was making a joke. The Road <laughs> he to eats Perdition. cereal. He pours a 40 in cereal instead of milk. Um, just so you know. Is, is DMX so in that kind is of movie. DMX No, no. It's, okay. it's a different... It's no one. And that's the other thing too. It's sort DMX. Of like, sort of like um, Diaries of a Trick Baby, Runway 2. Yes. Freeway 2. Yes. But, but DMX, DMX has some yellow. presence in the film. Yeah. And, I, and now I look back on, you know, his life so far, thus far, he, you know, you can see where he takes that, that left turn and goes yeah. off, you know, in, into a chaotic life. But both him and T-Boz, they were good. Yeah. But they weren't given anything to do. But that's the thing. DMX was given a chance in Never Die Alone. To to actually do that story, do that movie, that movie I thought did the did the did the black crime narrative justice. Well, Ernest, you got. I mean, Ernest Dickerson's a much better filmmaker than. Uh, and I love that movie. Hype Williams. Also, I would love to see like like if DMX was in like a remake of like As Tears Go By or something. That's no, that's a gangster movie. Oh, Jeez. Tears go by. You gotta, you gotta send me the link for that one because I don't know that one either. Oh, one car wise first, first movie. movie. Okay, it's another like you. it'll kill you. It'll kill you. It is. Oh my god. Oh, I was oh. gonna say that. Oh, is that, it really bad? No, it's just like he. No, I, devastating. I, he didn't find to hurts. me. He didn't find his voice yet. It's oh, I disagree. And he's just like I like Scorsese, but I'm I'm also one car Y and I'm very romantic. I'm more romantic th- than Martin Scorsese. Here's the thing: so. I think I think all the things that Marcus is saying is true. I just think it equals a good movie. I think a guy like Juan Carlos Wise, like I really like Martin Scorsese. His movie doesn't; it becomes its own entity, and it's. I think it's a heartbreaking film. It's very good. But the, again, you were mentioning people. Road to Perdition. Ru- 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 no, ru- uh, Carway and also uh, Takeshi. They like they like other filmmakers, but they're yeah. like, how how can we? And maybe maybe Hype again. Hype Williams was too young at the time, and he couldn't figure out how to sort of stitch it together. To he make... was supposed to make a remake of Superfly, but that that didn't come through. Yeah, that would have been horrible. <laughs> never know. I, I'm 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 prone to agree with you, but you never know. I like throwing out. Yeah, you never know. All right. I mean, Superfly has the has the sexiest bath scene. Damn, it kind of does. That scene yeah. with the, the they're smoking a joint in the bathtub. Kind of does. Uh, I actually met the cinematographer of that movie. Oh shit! Um, I'm not gonna say why on camera. Okay. Was, because I was like, let me cool. not put my friend on blast. I and do. I was like, yeah. I was, no, I just want to say, I was like, dude, that scene, that bathtub scene. He was like, you know, people for 30 years, people have been telling me how much they love that scene. So obviously, we did something right. Yeah. I did before movie. I do because the movie that I do have to throw in there. Because still to this day, we're, we're approaching its 20th anniversary, and people don't give Ghost Dog the credit for that. Ghost Dog's great. This, but, but, but it's not, we're not just going to talk about Ghost Dog, just specifically with the gangster film. Ghost Jim Jarmish. Billy. Yeah, but Jim Jarmish intentionally is just like, hey, hip-hop culture, brown people, you name yourself after these mob guys, but it's like, look how they talk about you. Like, right, right. Like they, There's like, a story there. They don't respect, and I, but I think that element, it's not even about the story, it's just the whole idea of like, taking gangsterism and being like you know the stuff that you like it's like it's not that cool like no, but like the, the whole but, idea of being a made guy like you're still you're approaching 60 years old and you're still walking up flights but, of stairs but, but to the, carry out hits but and you can barely like ultimately, things like that ultimately my problem with Belly mm-hmm. and with the other film we're going to talk about which is um, get a chance is, is um yeah. is, is yeah. that um I don't feel for these people 
that I don't need to feel feel for someone to enjoy yeah. The movie. Some t- I'm still on I'm still on that, but it just depends on the movie. I think when you enter something like Belly for the most, it's kind of like eh, right? You, you know, love- it's like because it, it's it's just like Mitten Marin Mino uh, pre Kill Bill two. A lot of the people, most of the people in all of those movies suck. But it's like you're taking a step back and just like it's like World Star before World Star when World you when, Star- when you it's just like oh I like observing this. It's like. Uh, I loved my like pulp, pulp Fiction. There's I under like I think people a lot of people I, I don't mean to sound all grandiose but some people have the idea wrong. It's like there's not a single goddamn person in that movie I like or root for or want to win. But it's still just like but they uh, have it's a popcorn. Pre- it's like ooh no no they have a presence. Like you you care about S- Sam Sam Jackson. You care about like um you care about. You mean in Pulp Fiction? You're saying? Yeah, I love. I don't care. I, I like. Lo- I just like to watch the whole train. Wreck. I love. I loved watching. Uh, you know, John Travolta die. I loved when Walter White died at the end of that show about yeah. Crank. Like, I, 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 I'm no, but well, these Jackie so, Brown's a little different. These are sociopaths. Robert Forrester, and, right. but Robert Forrester is that's a little different. You feel for him because yeah. he's like he's a de- there's decent human beings in in Jackie Brown. Right down right. to the end when he only he took you know nine percent of right. of the take, and she's like. He could have taken more. It's just like, right. eh. like that's his thing, eh, you know. Right, right. All right. Um. All right. So, in the nineties, I was like a weird introverted kid. I was kind of, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I don't know. I, I, it took me a long time to sort of like figure out myself in relation to the outside world. So the outside world me and the inside world me were two different two very different people mm-hmm. and the outside world i mean i was hurt my father passed away when i was 16 years old my grandpa grandma also passed away when i was 16 oh and i just like dealt with it with smoking lots of pot and taking lots of lsd and mushrooms sorry mom wow. but it, you know and so like the one world was just like craziness and the other world was like this inside world i'm an only child going to like listening to music going to movie stores music stores whatever and then like one day i'm like watching tv and the show tom green show comes on and i'm just like what this is everything i love this is comedy because i would like i started watching french french new wave films and art films and i was like why is all of a sudden the person just blowing up and like well why this dude just pulled out his dick and like why there's weird stuff there's magic what which is which is very similar to like you know Adam Sandler movies and stuff but just done in a different way and I just was like this is for me and yeah it had been done before on MTV with Buzzkill with like Isaac Mizrahi and uh, Whitney Houston or whatever that's one of the best things ever apparently like she like he was mad forever yeah but going back it's it's all I I really finished my monologue Andy Kaufman but go ahead yes Andy Kaufman yeah no it's really my monologue yeah so yeah, like so like I had this secret self and like I just watch every week like what is this dude he's just like doing he's doing on the street man on the street stuff that that its logical conclusion has been met by like Eric Andre who has a new special that just came out last week. Mm-hmm. Do you like Eric Andre? I do. I I, I like his show. Um I, I, I see the I see like uh the the continuity between Eric Andre no the Continuity well, it's like between. Tom Green, Jackass, Eric Jackass, Andre. right, yeah. right, and and Jackass, Jackass. They, half of Jackass is like truly brilliant. Half of the other half is just like irreverent hullabaloo. And I'm I'm there for it. Right. I don't always like stuff that's at the 
that jokes that are on other people's expense. But I just I, there's something about Tom Green that just felt really kind. He loved rap music. Right. Um, he liked rap music unironically. Like he's he does music with Bushwick Bill, to okay. this day. Okay. Um, and I just like the random stuff and like, um, so when when I found out that he was making a movie, I was just super hyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was called Freddy Got Fingered. Yes. Which at its heart is a film about a guy named Gordy who lives with his dad and mom and brother and really just wants to be an artist and and he's trying to get his father's acceptance and be creative. That's, that's it. That's, that's, that's it right that's there. That's, that's the, the tagline right there. He's trying to get his father's acceptance. That's the film. Now the way in which the film tells this story right. is is a clusterfuck of of non-linear narrative, um, you know, stuff that takes, um, like, Swedish art films to a whole nother level. He he literally jerks off a horse. He fake jerks off an elephant. Shaq has sex with his mother. He makes a cartoon called Freddy Got... Not Freddy Got... Called Zebras in America, which our show is based off of. He starts dating a girl with no feeling in her legs who likes to get smacked with a ruler on her knees for sexual pleasure. Yes. And uh, give blowjobs. And give lots of oral sex. Like, he, he... I love the movie because it tells a very classic narrative in a way that no one had done it before. But and it's he, boring. He, really? Boring? It's boring. It's boring, yes. Like... Maybe I didn't see it at the time it came out, and maybe that's why I'm saying this. But the things like the 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 gross out stuff, you're like, all right, so you went inside a a deer, you cut out, you went in, you cut a deer out, and you went inside of it, and you have it all over you. What does that mean? Well, the point is, the point is, he's trying to get into the he's trying to get into the role. That's what the 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 guy told him. What Anthony Michael Hall said, and and he literally got into there, and you're like, okay, all right, so where does this go? He and then, he, then he moves cl- on. He get, no, he, no, he does not move on. He gets, he hit, gets by hit by a truck. Right. He by a truck. And he just gets by, up and right. then just gets that, back But in where his does car. he go after that? I mean, like, why? But when he, he takes the baby the, out oh, by the... Do you, okay. like, do you I, like Peter LeFoe? I don't know Peter LeFoe. Pierre, Pierre LeFoe, the Pierre LeFoe. Godard movie with Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul Belmondo. No. Well, actually... Uh, but going to French New Wave, I was just going to say... French New Wave, there are very few of those that I like. Like, I, you know, I see like... Do you like Truffaut's Small Change? I have not seen Truffaut. A baby falls out of like a skyscraper and just gets up and like dust a toddler just dusts himself off and just walks up. What like was nothing the first happened. film that? Godard so that's what did. I relate that to. The first Breathless. Breathless, Breathless right? His I, first I, film I was hate belly. Breathless. His, I hate Breathless. Godard's first film was, was Belly. It was Hype Williams' Belly. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Godard's right. Hype Williams' is Belly. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe I'm just on a different wavelength because I really I hated Alphaville. I, I, I just hate it. Okay. It's just I was like, why? Why am I watching this? Do you like the film Hot Rod? I haven't seen Hot Rod. That's what uh, Sandberg. Yeah, Hot okay. Rod. Hot Rod is actually way more similar to Freddy Got Fingers than I realized until I rewatched both this week. They're both two of my favorite films. They're both at their hearts films about men trying to get their fathers to respect I, them. I, I using, understand. I understand using, the story. Using avant-garde tropes as a way to get there. And you're saying why? I I mean the thing about like dadaism which I believe Freddie got fingered to be is that there doesn't always have to be a why. All right, this is what I was thinking about. So, Pootie Tang. 
right? If you say you like Pootie Tang and you don't yeah, like Freddie Got yeah. Fingered, I, I'm about to leave. I like Pootie Tang. I'm leaving. But how? <laughs> I, I need, I, yeah, I need, you don't have to. Because it's so a, bad that it's good. It's not bad. It's good. Yeah, no, I think it's a good movie. That Pootie Tang is a good movie. It's a, it's a great of, movie. Of, Lu, of Louis C.K.'s two two films, uh, it's, it's definitely better than I Love You, Daddy. <laughs> and I haven't seen I Love You, Daddy. I don't think many people have. No, uh, yeah, uh, Bill Svindaloo, friend of the show, sent sent us a, a Beta Max to watch. But but I think Pootie Tang is a great film. I so so I and then Freddie Freddie got fingered. The thing is, like, I understand. I I love Tom Green. I love the the stuff that he did on MTV. But to string it along, I mean, I, I understand. I I see where he's going. As opposed to Belly, there is an actual story there, and an, and, a, and there's an arc that happens in in the film, yeah. right? Do you but, like Do you like the the film? Do you, have you ever seen Crispin Glover's films? No. Oh. What is it? It is what, and uh, I forgot the other name. The other yeah. one I don't think came out. So oh yeah, you, there's the third one has not. So been, you, uh, you know, I for all these films that you're telling me, you guys got to send me a list of films to see. Sure. Because because I, I feel like. The way that you guys are viewing this is that you're viewing it through those lenses, and I have never actually sat down and actually seen it through those lenses. I'm just looking at the face value of Freddie Got Finger. Well, I'm telling you that I look at it from the same face. I don't put on a lens. Right. I just, my lens of life is to just allow things to be what they are. Right. And, um, and I can understand your point of view as you were at a particular age when you saw it and it made a big impact because of the 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 time of your life and what you were feeling and what the your world was i'm go- but okay so i was not i was robbed of seeing the last dragon as a teenager or as a child okay. because it wasn't in it just wasn't a film that was really in my life right and then gr- growing up and making making rap music with a lot of people Everyone would always talk about the that movie, and I'd never seen it. And right. Like, how could you have never seen this movie? This is like our childhood. Put that on my list too. I mean, I've never seen it either. I mean, I've only it's, seen and movies. I watched it as an adult, and it's amazing. Right. I was able to watch it, and but I was able to know going full in that this film was loved by people from the love of being young. Right. And you're able to see it, and. You know, I don't. I only judge things that need to be judged as masterpieces from a lens of a masterpiece. Everything else, I just enjoy, and they often become masterpieces. But you also, you you got to understand my point of view too. Like, I, I am an immigrant. I came here when I was sixteen. So there, where did you cer- come from? Jamaica. Oh, so there's certain blind spots that I have culturally. You know, uh, throughout the years, I've managed to fill out some of them, but not all of them. So. I'm a you damn jack off the horse. Well, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> but 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 um, the the thing is that I I what you guys are talking about the French New Wave, um, and that kind of Dadaism and that kind of nonsensical even Tarkovsky to a certain extent puts in some of that into his films too. I mean, Stalker, my favorite movie, is nonlinear and not. You have to take a lot of the things with a grain of heart, right? You know, um, or like, or even to not just even French New Wave, like Tuki Buki, is like a movie that I think 
Tom Green may not even know that he was inspired by when making that movie, especially the the violence against animals. We you got to find a side by side for Tuki Buki and Freddy Got Fingered. Okay, I think you, I think you can do it. I'm sure I can. If I may go back, because I don't just like Dadism or 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 grotesque things for the sake of being grotesque. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I, maybe afterwards we can talk. I just found out about brutalist architecture, and I'm obsessed with it. It's okay. amazing. Don't, but be, don't be too obsessed with it. But go ahead. There's it's problematic AF. I know. Okay. Right. I'm a, I'm well aware. Like SUNY <laughs> Albany was designed to be able to like uh, trap students if they tried to protest, and they were using brutalist architecture. I understand that it's an oppressive form of architecture, which means it has to go. But anyways, like um, Flying Lotus. Not quite, but go ahead. Flying Lotus made a movie called Cuso last year. Okay. And that movie is brutalist, brutalistic, uh, grotesque avant-garde and I can't I can't mess with it at all Marcus liked it so I don't like a movie just because it's avant-garde right but no no I understand that I understand I but what I'm trying to say is like uh, upon watching it uh, just a few days ago yeah a couple days ago yeah I I was just I was like what what's what's the point like what's the what's the point of this not not that everything has got to have a button on it you're like there's the button it's done there's the meaning well belly is a movie where it tells you all the meanings and you yes. didn't like it. And here's a movie where there's a roundabout meaning, which is a son trying to get uh, love from his father, played by Rip Torn. And the way that they get there is through a strange place. If I may for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so many years ago, um, a, my girlfriend at the time, who who actually passed away many years ago, um, made me watch Hot Rod because it was her favorite movie because she just loved the kindness in it. She was, she liked the absurd because she found life to be uh, painful and absurd. And, and right. so she liked, she gravitated towards, you know, German art films and and the French New Wave and found Hot Rod to be this, the same. And I was like, well, I love that you love this film because really it's just about, it's just about love, you know? Right. And And so I was like, peep this, I, we're going to do a triple feature because I, I have two other films that I think are really going to fit well into it. And right. guess what they were? What? Pootie Tang and Freddy Got Fingered. Right. We did, a, we did a triple feature. So I'm just... We did a triple feature of Hot Rod, Pootie Tang, and Freddy Got Fingered. And they don't skip a beat. They're all films that, to me, at their nature, are kind-hearted films that use the fantastic... As as a waveform to tell a story. All right. Well, I mean, I I just you know I I don't want to watch it again. But you I don't did. have to. <laughs> you, it you don't have to like movies that I like. Okay. Right. No, and I understand. As long, as long as you're willing to hear why I love it and respect me, and I respect I do. You. I do. I respect you. And you you're making me see things differently. You make me want to go back, go and watch the the, the French New Wave films that I've I've missed out on. Yeah, I mean, our podcast, we don't need to have people see Goodfellas. People have seen Goodfellas. Right. Our podcast is hoping that people will see The Undeniable Truth or or try to rewatch Belly from a different lens. We're not... Because there's already people that will that can see... Right, there's really an audience for Casino. <laughs> yeah, which I which I like Casino more than I like Goodfellas. And people I, are same like, here. Thank you. <laughs> Keep those handshakes over there. <laughs> Why do you like Freddie Got Fingered, uh, Marcus? Oh, jeez. Uh, it's just been me and me and Warren talk. Warren G. Warren uh, of, the, G. of the song Regulate. <laughs> Regulate. Yes. 
I like not to sound like a teenager, but I do just like the. There's it's a combination of something where. I'll give you a little backstory. My my dream album would be a collaborative album between DJ Shadow on an MPC and Ambient Brian Eno. Right. In the sense that like DJ Shadow, there's the drums. So midnight, the midnight in a perfect world part two. But more, more, but with outside of the drums, more. There's ambient, no drums more in part obscure. two. Huh? There's no drums in part two. I don't just the drums Shut from up, DJ Scott. Shadow's MPC sixty and the uh, the synths from. Uh, uh, Apollo, uh, Apollo a- 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 Atmospheres album in that the drums are programmed and they're on a grid, whereas like Eno's just kind of all over the place. Where I like the mm-hmm. whole idea of like there's a plot like we've already established, but there's just a bunch of craziness all throughout it. It's like two, th- it's it's a yin and a yang almost. Yeah. Or I like the what's that medical symbol of like there's the pole, but then the snake is like curling up around. Oh, the Hippocratic. Yeah. Yeah, I I, right. I I I I I I like that. Um. So yeah, I'm getting a little tired now, so it's hard to get uh, as as deep into it. But I just like the randomness of it, and and it's my sense of humor. Like you were talking about Eric Andre earlier. So so how is it? How is it different? How is it different than? I mean, how is it? I like Borat. I think Borat's a great movie, right? A little too messagey though. Like you could like, and Borat is great, but it's still like, hey, we're gonna just the whole thing. The whole thing's like we're gonna get to Pam Anderson. No, oh, no, I don't. No, like bigger, Borat. bigger. We're gonna take a, a mirror and like show it, show America like what it is. Right. That's really what Borat's about. Um, but but why did? But what's what? What was your question? Like, what does Borat? What? I think that Borat has a few layers going on in it. Yeah. I, I don't. I think it has one layer. I think which is what uh, jokes to to make money. I uh, think I think I, Sasha Baron Cohen is very shallow. Maybe now, but I really do think Borat, I just think it exposed certain people to what, like, maybe everyone in this room doesn't necessarily needed to know, but just how people, like, when a camera is on some, it's like, wow, really? You know what I mean? And even the post, like... Even though he's speaking, isn't he speaking Hebrew in, 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 when he's trying to speak the, the language, this made up language that he, he's, he's speak, he's trying to say that it's a made up language, but he's speaking, is it Hebrew or Yiddish? Yeah, uh, Yiddish. He's speaking Yiddish, right? Which is... Which is another level on the racism, like right, like he's using Yiddish to put down Jewish people. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I'm not gonna get into it right now. Sure. Okay. I'm sorry. But I, 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 I do like Borat, though. No, Nothing it's just else. it's just yeah, like I. The, my thoughts are complicated, and I also am tired, and I don't want to go on record talking without, about without without sort of thinking it through. Exactly. Okay. Because. You know, we're at, this is episode 43, 44? No, 44. Yeah, we're at 44 episodes, which was an important number in baseball. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, see? Who was played by James Brown, who's, who's, who was played by Black Panther. He's also Thurgood Marshall. It's amazing. I didn't think the James dude, Brown, Thurgood Marshall, and uh, James Brown looked alike. That's the dude, The dudes played, like, every great like black character right now yeah he's well they're like they they look at him and he's well he made money with this one so why not put him in this other one yeah no that's exactly probably um yeah so yeah i just really i really like saying i've never seen a picture of thurgood marshall but go ahead i'm just (laughs) no no just the chadwick boseman i'm just no chadwick boseman looks nothing he looks a little bit like james brown and Jackie Robinson, and he looks a little Robinson. bit like Jackie Robinson. He looks nothing like Thurgood Mar- yeah. Marshall, yeah. like nothing. Yeah. 
But my Denzel Washington looked like Malcolm X, and look look what we got. So That's Denzel different. Washington did look like Malcolm X mm, when no. they were with them with the sunglasses. The big nose, the the no, I I I don't think so at all. Like they don't. He have... he transformed himself just by every preparation. It. It, 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 it's the movie. Yeah, it, I thought he, I, just, I thought he know. did a magical trans transaction. Right, he, he he transformed himself through the rigorous preparation that made him that made him feel like he was Malcolm X, and then convey that to us. Yeah, yeah, it's more through his aura than actual looks. Let's look at your origin. Which is him? Which is him? Uh, so which I is guess the conclusion for um, not con- Freddie. Freddie got. Oh, sorry. Freddie got fingered. Is that um, I still don't like the film, but I, yeah. I, I, it, it as a result of this conversation, I'm able to sort of look deeper into it and um, and look at other films that may have influenced it. I think for me, like my brain is just like such a flow of like chaos and confusion and like anger and wildness that that the like the Tao and and chaotic films help me find my peace like right. like I don't own an umbrella because when it rains the rain each little drip takes away the chaos that is my mind and so I like mm. I like stuff like Eric Andre or Tom Green or or avant-garde films or brutally slow films because it forces me to not be myself to to be somewhere else and and in my world like it's not crazy for someone to just randomly jack off a horse because that's where my mind is at. My mind is crazy. Right. right. So so when a film it's very someone poetic, so when so when what you just said yeah. so, so when so in a film when someone does that I'm like yeah, right. Of course that dude's gonna jack off a horse right now. You know, I, that, it's not weird to me. Like like a film like like Jack the the Jackie Robinson film is weirder to me, even though funny story. My grandfather was a baker in Brooklyn, um, and he. Uh, Jackie Robinson ate at my grandparents' house a couple times because he would, he would give his family. My grandpa just loved him. Um, you know, because there there was a there was a camaraderie between the black experience and the Jewish experience. Even yes. Though even though they're very different experiences, I'm not yes. saying they're the same. Um, and yeah, so so he was he was a huge fan of Jackie Robinson. He would give him free bread. But you know, you know the reason the reason why you. Th- you know the reason why everyone should think that Jackie Robinson film, and I haven't seen it totally, but I've seen parts of it on TV, is um, is perhaps not all it's made made up to be is the fact that. Do you think in the film you've seen the film right? Yeah. Do you think they they got to the heart of the man? No. No. Okay. So that's also probably like they, also like he was he was. They made they they don't realize like he was really upset. He didn't he was really upset that everybody hated him. And when you say everyone, that's a bigger thing too. It wasn't just white. So black people hated on him because because he wasn't even the best baseball player to come from the Negro leagues. He was the most handsome, and that's why he was picked. And And a lot of black people took it as an insult. Oh, you want we're like everyone. Josh Gibson was like black people's at the time. But he was also he was. And they probably they probably insane. hated him because he thought he was an Uncle Tom and not a, not everyone is like a Zen Dalai Lama master that's just like yeah 
everyone hates me. That's okay because I'm going to be in the history yeah. books. Right. He died when he was 49 years old. I think that's that says everything. Right? That like, like everything. people don't die of old age at 49. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So I don't. I. So, but that's not why I'm saying that. That most biopics are weirder to me. No, no. But what you what you said is very poetic in the sense that. Um, Freddie got fingered, you know, it, it, it is sort of the definition of what films should be for you in the sense that it's, it is it it is what a novel is. It's supposed to take you out of your world and put yeah. you in another world. And if you're able to do that, then you're able to sort of reflect on your world and go, oh, okay, all right, so now I understand things differently. Yeah. Or I just had a great time. There's that too. Sometimes I just want to be entertained, but All right. any 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 last thing? Any last? We could thoughts? talk forever, so I, I don't know if I have any last thoughts. What are you really liking right now? Uh, I've been watching a lot of stuff on Netflix. Mute, I liked a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of Phantom Thread. I saw. I really like Phantom Thread. We spoke about that earlier, but not on the on the show. You said that that is sort of like a guy who got famous really early, and wasn't able to grow. Yes, yes, that's that's the thing. Like the the you know Marcus said it was okay. He said he said Phantom Thread was okay, but the thing that I latched onto in the same way that you latched onto Freddie got fingered, and is that. I could see myself in that person. Interesting. Because if if you get young, get really well known and have a lot of success at a very young age and everyone caters to you, you're not A, you're not gonna be a whole person. Right. Because there's no pushback to make you sort of go, Whoa, let me examine myself. So I can either get better or I can move on to the next thing. And and then B also um, it becomes very hard for you to have a relationship with someone who is not just under your thumb. Right. So let me ask you a question to close out the show. This movie sounds a lot like another movie. Have you ever seen the YouTube documentary about Lil Wayne making the Carter Three? No. You can only watch it on, on YouTube because it was being made and then he decided that he didn't want it to come out. And these European dudes followed him during the making of the Carter Three. Right. And it sounds like the it was it sounds like the Phantom Thread. And it's a brilliant movie. All right. I'll have check you seen, it out. Have you seen it, Marcus? No, I didn't know. It's really no. good. Huh. Will you watch watch it? Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Okay. All right. I got time Sunday to watch it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for inviting me, guys. This was great. Anytime. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.